Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Oh, we're live. <laughs> it's noon on the Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. And this is news that you can use from YAA with your dear friends, uh, Zach and Ray. How you doing, Pops? Oh, my God. You know, if I was paying attention, I'd be doing even better. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. You got to be on the like the beginning of the show. You got to yeah, be well, on it. You know, I, you know what I miss? Our stage director going, <laughs> three, two, one. You're live. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. Yeah. I We hate to do this because we, we, the first we, comment in today's chat is, Jesus saying, please, no bad news. Okay. Well, it depends. If, 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 Jesus, if you don't like Toyota, then this won't be bad news. All right. So let's kick things off. So actually, I'll, I'll come back here. Let me share my screen with you all. This was on the front page. We'll do a roll call in just a moment here, but we'll do front page of automotive news. Uh, oh, my God. Toyota cuts February output, expects to miss annual target on chips crunch. Well, you know, maybe if they let them chips get soggy, they won't crunch like that. So we <laughs> talked about this a bit yesterday. So I'm going to the YA website, resources, yes. blog, Blogs, yeah. and I'm going to go to, I'm going to search here. Chip. Trottage. French, indeed. Yes. Uh, new features, GM Ford. All right, here we go. Oh, that should be. I agree, but I don't know how to do that. Okay. We did this <laughs> we did this week's most recent update. Yeah. Year to date went up 102,000 vehicles that were taken out of production because of the chip shortage and the projection went up 65,000 for the entire year. Probably probably would have gone up more today had they known. And then we get this news this morning. Yes. That Toyota cuts February out. But so let's look at the article really quick. And then, yeah. yes, this is totally going to influence what we see next week when we do a Monday show. Mm -hmm. um, half of the 150,000 vehicle shortfall in Toyota's February production will come from Japan. The rest from overseas. Let's and, just... and, and, and uh, the North America market is considered overseas for it them. is it is and a statement on tuesday uh come on auto news yeah. and a statement on tuesday, tuesday on, on tuesday, tuesday it's the best day to do a statement on tuesday is on tuesday <laughs> toyota said the semiconductor shortage would force it to reduce worldwide output by 150,000 units in february to about 700,000 vehicles toyota put the blame for the february downturn on the ongoing microchip shortage it's worth calling out crisis here. they didn't say shortage good call good call yeah. we are going to have um we're filming it next week with uh david chow from yes. automotive press so if you're not yes. familiar with this channel he's awesome he's a toyota insider essentially and you want me to come up with some questions i do him. need you to come up with some questions also in the chat if you have questions that you want us to ask yes. him, but he's a toyota expert and a supply chain expert yes this is not good um well, this is not is it good. unexpected? No, this is not unexpected. They they've been trying their best to paint a rosy picture for as long as they could. You know, originally their plans for for this fiscal year and for Toyota, you have to realize that the fiscal year ends March thirty first. So their original plans for this fiscal year were to produce nine point three million vehicles globally. Okay, new Toyotas. Okay. And then that number was reduced sometime in, in the late fall to 9 million. Okay. And now that number is, well, 9 million would be a stretch. They, they really kind of sort of knew that all along. They, I mean, they knew months ago 
that they weren't going to be able to do this. They, they, they know what the situation is, but you know, like every other manufacturer out there, they try to poo-poo it as long as they can until uh, the reality uh, jumps up and, and bites them in the tuchus. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Justin, I just increased Ray's mic volume a little bit. Let me know in the chat. I, I was I was it. a little quiet. I am never quiet, ladies and gentlemen. So I think it's worth bringing up here what the current day. Hey, Alex is here in Silver Spring. We're over wow. in Bethesda. Nice yeah. to have you here, Alex. Okay, so here's what I want to pull up there, Dad, is the current supply and inventory. Again, another thing that we have back on the website resources blog this one's right here new car inventory levels let's look at toyota's inventory right now yes go down let's go down let's go down go down to toyota. T for toyota t for toyota yeah they only have a hundred i mean that's up that's up from yeah. last month but they have a hundred and six thousand cars out right now yeah. in inventory yeah but that's considerably below where they would like it to be let's see let's see just for our area i mean that was no, i was going to say what was the day supply which was like what 17 days or something so the like national that. day supply for toyota still be under t for toyota a 19 day supply you know they would they would like that number to be three times that let's see what it is here locally i'm very curious so i'm going to the car search i just want to check this out um what are we going to look at it? toyota what do you want to look at it? tundra taco uh, okay tacoma new ones yeah, and they got no when they got no photos like these that means they don't have it on the lot well yeah, what it means is it's incoming that's what it means yeah and more than likely spoken for but you know 13 days on the market yeah market day supply 13 yeah 192 sold in the past 45 days in a 50 mile radius and there's only 55 in the market right now there you have it no so i mean part of the reason i'm bringing that up is because there's so few vehicles out there then the vehicles yes. that are coming down the pipeline are spoken for and then back here in the article it's right up here global procurement manager um mr kamukora i apologize uh said after the announcement that achieving 9 million for the fiscal year would entail producing more than 1 million units in march alone a very tall order and you know, Japan is a very small country. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Except for their sumo wrestlers. That's not height. That's oh, width. That's girth. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> uh, man. And we've we've got Donald Templeston here in the chat saying, first live stream, expecting a two month wait on my Toyota Highlander hybrid order. That's the reality. Oh yes. So if you're just about to buy a car from Toyota, you're going to be waiting months and. What do you think their factory reps are telling them? Hey, we're having issues back at the factory. Don't expect the allocation. I'll, I'll get in touch with Chip and I'll find out exactly what their factory reps are telling them. And, and Igor probably knows exactly what the factory reps are telling them. Those numbers are over ballooned because most cars are spoken for. Of course. So it's, it's disappointing because we started this year off on the chip shortage front with yes. great looking numbers. Yes. Great looking headlines from to the Toyotas of the world. From everybody. Everybody. Everyone's yeah. rosy. Yeah. Now we're not even, you know, we're halfway into the month. Well, I, I this this doesn't have a calendar on it, but I still believe it's the 18th. Yeah. So we're 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 not even three weeks into the new year, and and you know, bad news is starting to catch up. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It, it, well, unfortunate or not, it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's 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 not something that's catching us by surprise. We we knew. Yeah, that this was the reality for this year. Boston Consulting Group, in their in-depth piece that they did on the chip shortage, said that there's going to be somewhere between seven and eight million cars lost to production this year. Yep. Now, I I keep seeing on on the chat people have asked, well, how many cars were actually built? 
you know, I don't know what that number is, but let's say, for example, that um, they sold 14 million new cars in the United States last year. And there were about a million cars in dealer inventory at the end of the year. Um, I, I'm not real good at math, but 14 and one is 15. So there were probably about 15 million cars, new cars and trucks that were built last year. For the U.S. market. For the U.S. market. And, and, and the U.S. market lost three and a half million cars that were scheduled. Yep. So there were probably about 15 million cars built. And, and originally, manufacturers had anticipated building somewhere in the neighborhood of 18 to 18 and a half million cars. Now, one thing that I found surprising that I want to turn our attention to, Dad, was the yes. headline, the other headline in automotive news I today. I found this surprising as well. Uh, was, quote, survey, consumers more satisfied with vehicle shopping experience than pre-pandemic. I'm not pulling this up on the screen, but, Dad, this was a survey from our friends over at Cox Automotive. Buyers or as said, you like to say, Cox, 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 Cox everywhere. And they are. What are you? Why the 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 height thing was not appropriate. That was not appropriate. Like it's cute when I do it because I'm a kid. <laughs> You're a seventy year old man. Okay. Stay in your lane, Dad. Ooh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Buyer satisfaction with the shopping experience from the research stage through delivery dipped to 66% in 2021, down from a peak of 72% in 2020, but an improvement from 60% in 2019, according to the survey. There's all sorts of stats in here that essentially say consumers are more satisfied with the car buying experience post-pandemic than they were pre-pandemic. That's amidst record-setting used car sales, volume numbers, and record-setting profits for the industry. Yes. Do you buy it? Do you believe it? It's hard for me to reconcile in my head. Well, the, the the part of the process that the people tended to appreciate more uh, was the amount of, of stuff that they were actually able to do digitally and online. My problem with the survey, yeah. and if you pull it back up. Yeah, let's share it with the folks at um, home. My, my problem with the survey, uh, as we know, there were, what, 20, 22.3 million pre-owned cars retailed, retailed last year. Yeah. 40.9 total. Total. And about 14 million new, new cars. cars. So so that's about 36 and a half million retail sales. And this survey is based on talking to, it was in here somewhere, I think about 27 or 2,900 people, 2,976 consumers out of the um, 36 and a half I know, but, but sales. you do so. I, to... So yeah, I get it. But that is such a small sample size. I, I know, but but that's like I'm not a statistics person by any stretch, and someone in the chat can can educate us both. But like, I get what you're saying. But they probably, I mean, these things are going to be directionally accurate unless they don't put out here how they sourced the people that they they surveyed. You know, if you if you talk to people who just walked out of a dealership versus someone, I don't know. There's there's different. Uh, I, I ways just to source I just I just size. think we're trying to extrapolate a lot of data out of surveying that's what surveys are out of surveying just 2900 of the 30 let's read out let's read out a people few that bought cars on a retail level let's read year. out a few more of these okay um consumers who did more of their purchase digitally tended to be happier so we'll read that down yeah. below and buyer satisfaction with their experience while at the dealership also stayed above pre-pandemic level 75 percent last year which is essentially unchanged from 77 percent in 2020 but better than 70 percent 
in 2019. Let's see, let's see, let's see. It was down here. Uh, dealerships have been able to sustain the efficiency of new digital purchase practices they put in place at an accelerated rate starting in 2020. Yeah, well, they had to because of the pandemic. It, yep. moved, it moved the timeline up to go for, digital for, for digitizing um, sales of yep. automobiles. Yeah. And then you've got here the macro level constraints dampened consumers' trust in, in the vehicle deal and how satisfied they were with the amount they paid, according to the surveys. But the impact wasn't as steep for buyers who completed more purchase steps online. Seven in 10 consumers who did more, who did more than half of their transaction digitally said they trusted they got the best deal from the dealership. The survey findings showed compared with 59% of consumers who did no more than 20% of their purchase online. This is fascinating. And this is also why YAA has to exist. Yeah, yeah. Because if if seven out of 10 people think, oh, I just went to the dealer website. I went through their slick new thing and I got the best deal. No, no. If it's taxable, it's negotiable. You know, have that conversation. You think? Yeah, you're damn right. Oh, your voice went up an octave or two. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, you know, Doing things digitally is great, um, but there's there are a lot of scenarios, even doing it online, where everything isn't initially disclosed to the potential buyer, yep. especially additional dealer markups and things of that nature. And so that aspect of it, even though it's been more digitalized, is still an aspect where we need to help continue to educate consumers. Absolutely. There was a chat message here. Let me pull it up. This is from Vincent. He says, I have a, or I got a Toyota Corolla Cross. Interesting, cool looking car. What do you think about their supply in car dealerships? And I just want to show Vincent really quick. This is this is what we're talking about, building tools to help people be empowered through this process. Vincent, go to the website, go to vehicle search, Type in Toyota Corolla Corolla. There it is. CO (laughs) Corolla Cross. Put in new. Here you go. You can see all that are available. Click on one. You can see, obviously, we did a little update. It looks looks pretty slick, doesn't it? Yeah. See where it is, all that fun stuff, out the door price, what the vehicle service contract would cost, and then you can see the the supply, how many are available in your area, what the day supply is how many have sold in the past 45 days. So take a peek here, Vincent. And this is this is an example of if, like for example, if this said 126, you'd be negotiating the heck out of that. You yes. wouldn't just take what the price is on the dealer's website. And it's, you know, it's a new model altogether. So it's, you know, but yep. but but the point is that that you need to know this information so you 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 have a little more leverage than if you don't have that information. Now, one other thing that we didn't queue up for today's show, but I want to queue it up for today's show, Pops, is BlackBook on Tuesdays re- releases their used car market updates. You know, I've heard that. Shall we take a look together? I'm in. All right. We're yeah. sharing the screen again. Oh, and may I say, hmm. uh, today is a Phoenix Suns day because, well, I'm done with them damn Cardinals. Yeah, that was a bad game. Just saying. That was a really bad yeah. game. Should be done with the coach, too. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> All right, let's take a peek, Dad. We, we're, we're looking at this live with you guys as well. Here we go. Another week. Okay. Another minor decline against yes. wholesale yes. used car prices. It's 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 a little less than the previous week. Yep. But it's still, I think, the third or fourth week in a row. This is now, seen. yeah, one, two, two three, three, four, fourth. Yeah, so it's the fourth week in a row where we've seen some type of minor um, downturn. In the uh, wholesale values. Look at that sentence. The van segments continue to be anomalies. 
with values continuing to increase. Maybe somebody should name their van an anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's take a peek here. So subcompact cars prices went back up. Last week yes. it was across the board declines. Everything declined. That being said, sports cars. This is the time of year when you should see depreciation yes. amongst your sports cars. So yes. it's good to see that. Overall, the car segment all down. Wowza. Minivans up uh, almost, Nearly a a, point. almost a point again this week. It, it is just staggering um, the amount of appreciation we continue to see in the minivan and the full-size van segment. So I trucks. thought, like I joked a lot in the past that like we should have yeah. bought one. Yeah. And, it, and that was back in like November. And I was like, yeah, you know, it, it's too high. It's going to crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked myself out of it. Yeah, we should have bought a damn van. Well, you know, we, we the van would have returned better than trying to build this business that we're building. <laughs> We've got money to burn, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah, wholesale van prices yes. continuing, yes. continuing yes. to go up. Let's see here. Two to six-year-old uh, used cars. Yes, yeah, a green line down here. So yes. we haven't seen too much of an increase yet this Not year. Yet. Well, in yeah, well, yeah, because they've been yeah declining very so very so, slightly. But if you compare it to last year, when when, oh, yeah. when was the so last year purple lines last year purple lines so last year they actually declined a little bit in January before uh, well they took off like with rocket fuel um, for the remainder of the year. Will be interesting, you know. We're likely going to get, I guess it's beginning of next month. We'll get the inflation data from uh, um, whichever department uh, puts that out in the federal government. It'll be interesting to see. I bet you, you know, we see less inflation amongst used cars, and then we'll be looking at like the February data by then. And we're we're anticipating to be clear that this green line is going to come up. Oh yeah, our oh, absolutely. expectation is that green line is going to come up. There's nothing indicating that it shouldn't. Well, it's be it, you know, if you look at pretty much every other year, it does. It yeah. always does. Yeah. Okay. Last year was just you know went up inordinately quickly and 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 high. Yeah. Um, you know, but but before it did, I mean, there was there were several weeks where it yeah five was, weeks of decline, six yeah. weeks of decline. So and and we're seeing minor declines in the used car market now, which is mimicking last year to a certain degree. Yep. Um, so we'll see what happens moving forward. But I would expect, uh, especially with the bad news from Toyota this week, that we will continue to see an escalation in used car values. Now let's take a peek here. Retail pricing we ended thirty six percent up last year, and it looks like retail prices again. Haven't really done too much. Gone up just a little bit, but haven't gone that much. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing material. And, and there. retail prices always lag behind wholesale pricing. Yep. Yep. Listing volume. Or not at all. <laughs> Sometimes. This is true. Yeah. Listing volume. So the number of vehicles that are listed for sale last year, we ended down almost a little more than 15% in terms yes. of the amount of volume. Last week we started down, we came back up. That means more vehicles are now being listed for sale, yes. more auctions. So that should show us here. Let's look at the sales rate at the auction. Yep. The sales rate went back up right. yep. just a little bit. So more vehicles that made it to the auction are actually selling. Yes. Which means that more, more buyers were willing to hit the seller's floor number in order to get them. So that that the edgier cars that had been at the auction and hadn't been sold, um, the the dealers that had been passing on them for the past three or four weeks suddenly said, "Well, we've got to build up our spring inventory. Whether I passed in the in the past couple of weeks, I can't pass on these anymore." And the dealers are buying them, even though the prices are are higher than what they'd really want to pay. Now, this is fascinating. MPEG saying prices paid by dealers is drastically down. Justice in the chat saying my old Kia is down on all the sites, CarMax, yeah. Carvana, Shift. 
Vroom, um, and then Jordan saying all those car sites stock prices are down as well. I wonder if there's a correlation there. Or I wonder if it's more just a bit of beginning of the year. Let's pause for a moment. Let's see what's the outlook really look like for 2022. And again, we're looking at some reports that said, hey, the chip shortage isn't going to be too terribly bad and other reports that say it, it is. And now we're seeing more leading indicators that say, yeah, it's going to be pretty bad this year. I bet you that then pushes the used car prices back up. I feel like we've been in this little period where it's like a, a little dance, a little waiting game. Our price is going to go up. Our price is going to go down. And I think we're starting yeah, to see I, those I, indicators. I, 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 think, I think the guys are staring at the girls and trying to decide whether or not they have the courage to walk up to one and say, hey, can I have this dance? And and I think that's what happened. And and I think based on on a greater volume at the auction last week, more of the guys said, yeah, I'm going to ask if I can have the dance. And, and that's why... Um, we, we saw more sales at the auction. Yeah, and we've got Igor here in the chat saying, wait until March and April. It's all going up and up. And that's our assessment as well because you're going to have tax refunds. Oh, my God, yeah. That, that's a big time of year for uh, dealerships love tax season. Just love it. I mean, you know, we, we knew. Well, for us, when hmm. I was in the East Coast, I mean, March 1st was like somebody would hit a light switch. And we would go from nobody walking in the in the doors to everybody coming in the doors and and just selling cars like crazy. No, I, I totally get it. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that when there's more money in people's hands, this is why prices were likely inflated so much last year. We're one of the drivers for why prices were inflated last year. You had people just get, get, put money in people's no, hands and well, interest rates you know, were low. You know, the, the sad reality is, is uh, people will still spend more than they should for cars and they'll figure out a way to, to make it affordable within their budget, even though it really might not be. And even though they know better, um, you know, I, I, I dealt with it for years when I was on the retail end of things and, you know, see people step up and do things that they shouldn't do. And sometimes advising them that they shouldn't do it, but they would do it anyway. Um, you know, all you can do is is give the people reasons why they shouldn't. And if you do that, that to them, all they, they say is, well, I'm going to show you I can. For Which sure. Is unfortunate. Interesting comment here. Thanks for this insight, Igor. So more and more independent dealers are appearing at the auctions and bidding up prices way above the prices that the dealers, the traditional dealers, are willing to pay. Cars are being bought out and shipped overseas. That's a crazy concept to think of. Well, you know, it's still there's still money to be made if you take these cars and you ship them overseas. I mean, if there's a shortage of cars here, well, there's a shortage of cars everywhere. Um and and so yeah, I mean that was a situation that some of the manufacturers had to deal with. For instance, when uh, when the uh, the Q series Audi came out, the Q7, and and some of the uh, BMW X series, um, it, it was like they knew that there were known exporters that were trying to buy these really? things, and they were known as, as swimmers and and they'd put them on boats and they'd ship them to Europe or they'd ship them to Russia where they could get all the money and more for these vehicles and the manufacturers prohibited the yeah, dealers from selling to these known exporters because those vehicles were intended for the US market not for European markets um so yeah there's a situation that uh, you know you have to i mean if if you got caught sh selling cars to known exporters yeah they would they would <laughs> they would uh, uh, slap your hands that's that's paragraph get, 6 yeah, uh, subsection get, i where they get, will get, get you, you in get, trouble get you to write a big check um you know um 
but it doesn't happen as much anymore. But but it can happen with used cars because they're not regulated anymore by the by the manufacturers. We've got from Sona here, just at a Carvana quote, it was 315 more than last week, late model Civic. I would not be surprised if that becomes the trend here moving into February. No one should be surprised, especially no. as we get into spring. Like if you're thinking right now, should I sell my car right now? I think our advice would be don't. We've seen softening. That's clear. Yes. We've seen softening. Sell your car in the spring. Yeah, when 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 demand is the highest and and supply could end up being the shortest. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Pops, let's give the folks just a quick overview of what success stories look like in this market because it is still crazy and it is very challenging, but I want to give John a quick shout out here. Quick little success story that he posted back on the forum. Just one appreciation for the support and tools YAA provided me when leasing our 2022 Subaru Premium Outback. Must be a good looking car. Mm -hmm. We started the process in October and waited until the middle of January for the car of our choice to arrive. The guidance and information shared in Deal School and the support staff, especially Space, were so valuable in understanding and negotiating through the entire leasing process. We were able to lease the car we wanted at MSRP with no bells and whistles and secured a decent money factor and residual value. My intent in joining YAA exceeded my expectations. Thanks so much to you all. I think it's a perfect example. We talked about pill earlier in the week. We can mm -hmm. pull that post up really quick. Pill. Doo, doo, doo. There we go. Uh, how do you, oh, he has a question. Maybe we should go. Okay. Well, maybe we should try and answer it. <laughs> he contacted 21 different yes. uh, Honda, Honda dealerships in the Chicago land area to find the one to work with. Yes. I think the other success story that we're just reading, the perfect example of that, finding someone who's willing to wheel and deal at MSRP. Yes. yes. But actually, Pill's such like a community champion. Let's look at this question really okay. quick and see if we can help. And look, thank you, Space, for being in here, uh, for okay. helping out. I just realized that I might qualify for manufacturer's new grad rebate program, but I didn't know about it at the time of negotiation, did not mention it uh, to the front office, the sales manager, the salesperson. Is it too late to mention this in the back office to the F&I manager? More generally, how do these OEM rebate programs work? Do OEMs pay dealers for discounting vehicles on sales to qualified buyers, i.e. does this affect the bottom line of dealer profits? Two, if it does reduce dealer profit, does it impact the front office or back office? Or both? It, Great it, question. It, it does not impact the dealer profit. This is this is money that comes directly from um, the manufacturer or the manufacturer's captive lender. Okay, it is shown as a credit either on on the buyer's order and and in the financing. Um, if you haven't completed your transaction yet, uh, typically what's required is a copy of your diploma. Uh, we need to know it's usually within a year of graduating. Yeah. Um, and, and so you need a copy of your diploma and sometimes you even need a copy of your grades, but you know, typically the diploma is, is sufficient and uh, you'll get a credit from the captive lender or the manufacturer. So it doesn't, and it doesn't affect the dealer's bottom it, it line at doesn't, all. It doesn't, it doesn't, it, it's no skin off of the dealer's nose. It's not the dealer's money that's being given away. It is the manufacturer or the captive lender's money that's being given and away. And one of the tactics you've talked about in the past is with those types of programs, which to be clear, that's like the only incentive out there right now. It's racing grad, just, yeah, first it, responder, military. Military, yeah, things of that nature. And, and still, there, I think there are some healthcare programs out there, so for nurses and yeah. doctors. Um, what will traditionally happen is you'll get a discount on the front end of the deal. Yes. And they're just factoring that in. So it's actually great to bring that up in the F&I office because there's no skin off anyone's back like you were yeah, saying. Yeah, it's, just... it's, 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 you know, dealers, smart dealers would would ask if you might qualify for any of these things 
um, because if if the smart dealer asks, he he realizes that the other dealers around town probably are not. Yeah. So you know, just ask. Did you have you graduated from college recently? Did, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Are are you a first responder? Are you are you mil active military, retired military? Um, and and yeah, this is this is not. It doesn't cost the dealership a dime. Yep. Not a dime. Yep. Yep. You know, but it but it builds a lot of goodwill. No, absolutely. All right, we've got from USATF Jumper. I look at BlackBook weekly. Thanks to the YA membership, I have to upgrade to a bigger family car weighing my options. And then we've got MPEG, and this is interesting. I will go on the record saying, I think values of used cars will go down from here. Used prices might stay high retail for another month or two, uh, but they're going to crash after that. I guess that's retail and wholesale. We really, 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 everything that we're looking at and the way that we think about this is springtime is probably going to be the peak. Unless there's some new developments on the chip shortage front and on the car shortage front, the likely time, I, I think if you had to choose when you're going to sell your car, looking in that crystal ball, 90 days from now, 60, 60 to 90 60 days from days. now, 60 yeah. days. Yeah. You're yeah. probably right. Yeah. You know. Don't buy a used car 60 days from now. We should probably <laughs> put a video yeah. out like that. Yeah. yeah. Sell your used car 60 days from now, but do not buy a used car 60 days from now. Unless, of course, you would like to dramatically overpay. <laughs> and then I would wait 60 days to buy your used car. <laughs> All right, Pops, let's call the show for today. We've got a couple things coming down the pike, which we're really excited about. Tomorrow, we're filming our first car review, so stay tuned in a couple weeks. That'll be out. We've got a few cars what lined we, up. What are we, what are we, what are, what are, what are we? So on, on, the, uh, on the docket, so the first, we've got the first six cars lined up that you'll see YAA reviews for. And actually, I want to ask the chat and everyone that's with us here in the community. We had this discussion this morning. I proposed the idea to my dad and James and Brandon, who help us edit these things um, and do so much more than just editing. Yes. We don't want to review just like the flashiest, newest cars because you can't buy them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I review them because they're fun to drive. So we're thinking, yeah. you know, like let's also review like older cars, some okay. used cars. So yeah. I've got on the docket for us, we've got um, the Genesis GV70, which is a beautiful car. Can't wait to get behind yeah. the wheel of that and see how you feel about it. About it. We've got the Volkswagen Atlas, new Atlas, a BMW M3 competition, which should be which should be fun. We've got a uh, Bronco that we're going to review. Yeah. We've got a, um, a Hyundai uh, Tucson, also Tuxin? known as the Tucson. Yeah. We also have a uh, Mitsubishi Outlander uh, on the docket. And a couple things that we're going to do in the reviews that are a little bit different. There's going to be some gimmicks and fun stuff. Can my dad get in and out of the car? And what's that experience like? For all of you that are 70 plus or even even just have bad hips or something. Yeah. What's that experience yeah. like? Yeah. And then we're also yeah. going to do it a bit like, um, honestly, like just us looking in the camera while we're driving around we're going to give you uh the the uh, market day supply the amount of inventory like buying guides for these vehicles as well in the reviews but we're going to have fun with it we are i hope so we better <laughs> if we're not having fun with it we're not going to continue to do it. yeah and that's i think that's the thing is we're yeah. not going to be yeah we're not going to be artificial or fake like it's just going to be us and no. giving you our takes on which is artificial thing but, but don't, don't let that stop you from watching yeah if you have uh if you have requests like for example uh dallas asking us can you review the nissan titan pro 4x or platinum reserve absolutely yeah no i if mean we can yeah, yeah if we can get our hands yeah. on it you know a lot of dealerships in the area i know some um we're working with the oems too so yeah stay tuned that's coming soon um, and then the other thing is i'm just gonna grab it really quick we're not gonna do it right now but i'm just gonna oh my god the other thing oh my god the other thing is I have a magic pencil. 
So we got the iPad. Yeah. Um, we filmed content actually yesterday. You'll see it over on the YAA channel tomorrow. I think the video should drop. Um, my dad actually marking stuff up, drawn on the whiteboard. Probably some of our most engaging and educational content that we've filmed in a while. Um, so yeah, if you have suggestions or ideas for what we should do, marking things up, we're here to do it on the iPad. It's actually really fun. Yes. We can do it on the live streams as well. Um, not going to demonstrate that right now because I'm not ready because, for it. And, 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 you know, it takes like three days to set this thing up. No, it doesn't. I'm kidding. Put me on the clock. Put me on the clock. Go. Uh, clock time, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody wants to watch this aspect of it. No, we're going to mirror. The viewership's going to go up as I'm doing this. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to go from it's going to go from three to four uh, because we've already lost three hundred. <laughs> yeah, there you go, folks. Wait a working, second, working really well now. It's working really well. There you go. There it is. No, they can't see it yet. Oh, you can't see. If you could see it, holy, holy, you, know, well, you still can't see it. What's that? What's that? Oh my God! What's that? Yeah, it's squealies. That is squigglies. Yeah. See, it says hi. Hi. And, hi. And Good, yeah. So just turn hi. your head a little bit, Tops. <laughs> hi. That's me showing my appreciation. Yeah. All right, let's call it a show. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Hi and bye, everybody. We'll see you all tomorrow. <laughs> all right, Pops. Thanks so much. See you guys. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.